Welcome to Lead Hership CEOs. You are here because you were made for more. Be a CEO, a creator of expansive opportunities. My name is Michelle Shutter, and I have a simple question for you today. How will you lead your ship? Because without a doubt, you were made for more, period. Fly your ship, and let's get started. Welcome to Lead Her Ship CEOs. Be a creator of expansive opportunities. Thank you so much for carving some time out of your day to catch this episode, whether you are listening to it on podcast or you're catching a video somewhere. I am truly honored that you are here because today we are going to dive into that topic of what's really causing your lack of commitment around your decision. Now, if you caught my episode last week, we really talked about some of that resistance that likes to come into play when we have made a decision. We want to go for something and all of a sudden we get this resistance and it's almost like we are creating this steel cord, the steel cable that is wrapped around us and that we really prevents us from moving forward. It creates these blocks. But in essence, it's really like a spider web, and it's our perception of how we are viewing resistance as to whether or not we can easily move through these blocks. So today it's all about, hmm, what's really causing that lack of commitment? Why are we not fully committed to a decision? And today I'm going to share with you a few different ways, um, ideas how this commitment, your commitment perhaps is wavering when it comes to a decision that you want to make. So um, just to quickly introduce myself, my name is Michelle Shutter, and one of the things that I love to do is really to support heart-centered women just like you to challenge that modern condition style of life, right? Like we have been conditioned in so many ways to do things in this very narrow way, and sometimes when we want to break out of that and really lead our ship in a different way and create expansive opportunities, we sometimes get um, caught in, in, in the blocks of it and then held back and really not stepping into our, our truest expansive self. And I know that you are here because you have a vision, a vision for something bigger, something better, something greater in your life. And it doesn't matter what size that vision is. What matters is that you step into that vision and really allow yourself to experience everything that comes with bringing that vision to fruition. Because when you do that, you really start to create expansive opportunities in all areas of your life. And I know without a doubt that this vision just lies deep within your soul because you know that you are made for more period. You wouldn't be here listening to this or watching this if you didn't have that calling deep within your soul. So again, thank you so much for showing up today. And let's get started on this. So, you know, one of the things I encourage people to do when they join me live, actually, during um, some of these trainings, these master classes, is really to just to grab a a notebook and I really encourage you to do that if at all possible um, if you're driving obviously that is not a good idea however you can always come back to it um, grab a notebook grab something that if something comes up with for you if it resonates with you like just jot it down so that you can come back and reflect on that a little bit later so 
one of the things that we want to look at is really getting clear on like what was that decision? What was that decision that we made? Are we going for a new goal? Are we doing a redo on something? Um, are we up-leveling something and really going for a higher level goal? Is it perhaps something that we started back in January and we haven't really done anything and here we are in the last quarter of the year and we really want to step it up and do something? It really doesn't matter what it is, but what matters, first of all, is create clarity. You have to have some clarity on that decision, on what exactly it is. And then when we look at your commitment, you're going to notice like, hmm, where's that kind of showing up in my body when it, in terms of like action steps that I want to do? Because like for me, I can tell you right now that when something feels uncomfortable for me or when I'm looking to take action on something, like it's that pit of my stomach, ready, right, that starts to rumble, that starts to just give me that like uneasy feeling. And I know that I have to pay attention to that. I need to honor that feeling. But then I have to decide, is that feeling there because it's going to support me because there's this level of excitement that is hidden in this unknown? Or is it fear that is blocking me because it can't see all the possibilities and therefore it wants to keep me safe? And we know that expansion, to tap into our creative souls, to really step into that place of expansiveness cannot come in the comfort zone. We have to be willing to step beyond that. So I really want you to keep those things in mind as I'm going through a few of these ideas of perhaps what is causing this lack of commitment to your decision. Because commitment is one of those things that's it's going to take some discipline, right? Like we can put that decision out there, but there are going to be some actions that we ultimately have to take in order to have that decision come to fruition. We can't just set that goal, set that um, whatever we want to do. We just can't set it and, and release it and expect it to come back to us tenfold. There is a level of action that you have to take in terms of making this come to fruition. So if it's something that you truly desire and you truly want, well, let's dive into this. What, what is holding you back, perhaps, where you're not staying fully committed to this decision. So the first thing I want you to explore is the intention, the intention behind your decision. So I want to look at energy for a minute. Energy, here's your little science lesson, okay? Everything is energy, everything physical, everything non-physical, every thought, every emotion, every feeling. Everything has a vibrational energy, even like our hands. So if we take our hand and we magnify it out, I don't know, like thousands, hundreds, million times, whatever it is, at the, at the core of that, we would see a vibrational energy. Okay, so everything is energy. When you look at your intention, you really have to tune into what is the energy of that intention. So let's say um, your goal is you want to um, generate X number of dollars in the next 60 days, okay? So 
Perhaps it's four figures, perhaps it's five figures, perhaps it's six figures, whatever it is for you, okay? Whatever it is for you. And you want to look at that intention as, hmm, what energy level am I coming at? Because there are certain energy levels that are going to not resonate with your desire to generate more money. If you are coming from a place of lack, a place of need, a place of desperation, a place of fear, it is nearly impossible for you to have that goal, to manifest that goal, to have that goal come to fruition because your energy level is down low. It's at a one or two, whereas the goal that you want has a higher vibrational energy, so it's up here. And that means you have a mismatch. There is a mismatch in energy between your decision, the intention behind it, and really what you want to do. Now, the other thing that I want you to look at is, was this goal, was this um, desire, whatever you want to call it, did this come from you? And the reason why I ask that is because if it didn't come from you, if it's coming from a force, if it is coming from somebody like putting their thumb on you, if it's coming from a pressure of somebody else, like you have to produce, you have to do this, we need you to, to step up and do this, right? Like if it's not you, if you don't own it, it isn't going to work for you. Your goal, your desire has to come from the heart of you. It has to come from the core of you. It can't be something that someone is trying to push onto you because, again, you're going to have a mismatch of energy. The other thing that I want you to consider is where does this goal, where does this desire fall on your joy meter? And if you don't want to know what a joy meter is, is it's the level of joy, a certain action, a certain activity, a certain desire, a certain goal brings you. If it doesn't bring you joy, like pure, pure joy, again, you perhaps want to ask yourself if that goal, if that desire is meant for you. Because if it, if it doesn't have joy within it, and you are going to have to come from a place of push. You are going to have to come from a place of need. You are going to have to come from a place of forcing yourself. It isn't going to work. You will not be able to create your expansiveness from that place. And the last thing I want you to consider within this realm of intention is, are you connected to it? And I kind of alluded to it before in terms of, hmm, is it coming from your heart? Is it a heart-centered goal, a heart-centered desire? What does it mean to you? Where is it with, on your joy meter? Bring that connected piece to, to the surface. 
because that's where you have to begin to step into that commitment. This, the commitment to your decision will fall into place very easily when you look at the intention behind it, the energy behind it. And if you came from a place of, oh my gosh, this goal just lights me up because it is just like I can serve so many people and it brings me joy. Well, your vibrational energy level is going to be so much higher than if you really came from a place of, I need to do this, I have to do this, right? Like you can just feel the difference in energy. So really look at that intention. How committed are you to your decision by exploring the intention, the energy behind it, and see what resonates for you there. So that's the first one. The second one I want you to look at is, you know, if you're not staying committed to your decision, I want you to look at, is your plan a linear plan? And what do I mean by that? Well, a lot of times we plan from our ego mind, right? That space between our ears, and we are at times very analytical, and this is how it's going to go, and I want it to be perfect. And like we have this whole plan already mapped out in our mind. And while there is some merit to having a plan, having some action steps, when we are so locked in to this narrow linear plan that comes from our mind, from our brain, we really are limiting ourselves to the possibilities and the expansiveness that exist beyond this narrow focus that is right in front of our eyes. So I want you to look at, hmm, is my plan more of a linear plan? And another way you can look at that is, how attached are you to the outcome of that plan? And again, this is where perfectionism comes in. This is where we get sometimes pushed off the track because it didn't go the way we thought it should. We also need to look at this linear plan in terms of trust. Are we fully trusting what is available to us if we are stuck in this linear plan? When we can fully detach from the outcome and trust in the unknown as to what is all available to us, we don't have to know what's available. The possibilities exist. It really allows us to open up to step into a new beautiful space where, again, we can resonate at a higher vibrational energy level than coming from this place of, this is what my plan says, this is how I have to do it, if it doesn't work, all of a sudden you have this addiction to disappointment that likes to come in. All these pieces start to unravel because we were, and not unravel in a good way, unravel like, I feel like I'm out of control. What am I going to do? How do I put the brakes on? This isn't meant for me. Like the unraveling where it is disempowering, it's defeating us. Sometimes, though, 
we even need to slow down to speed up. And this was an area that was very challenging for me because like, I was very big into linear plans. This is the plan, these are the steps, here I go. And when it didn't work out, it's like I went into that place too of self-sabotage, right? How destructive is that? And when we do that, it again, it's like this hustle, this force, this push. But when we can allow ourselves to step back and look and think, hmm, what would happen if I slowed down? What would happen if I allowed myself to the possibilities that I'm not even aware of? How does that work for me? And the last thing around linear plan is, I talked about different energy levels, but within that, there are different types of energies. So I'm going to go back and use like a, a business goal, for example. Like that's a very masculine energy. I'm going for goals, um, setting plans, deadlines, um, that hustle, that force. Like that's a very masculine energy. And that comes from a linear plan as well. But what we have to realize is there's a duality to the energy. There's also a feminine energy that must coexist, that must be able to be tapped into as well. So if we are only in this linear plan, we are only tapping into half the energy that is available to us. And everybody, regardless of gender, has both masculine energy and feminine energy. And stay tuned because that's going to be a future podcast and um, video episode here. But what I can tell you is, as heart-centered female women, when we get too masculine because we're taking so much on, we become disconnected from that feminine energy. And it doesn't serve us. It doesn't serve us. So when I go back to the topic of, hmm, what's really causing your lack of commitment to your decision? It's time to really peel back the layers and look at what is underneath all that. And what potentially is holding you back? What is blocking you? from really stepping into that expansiveness that awaits you? What is the intention behind the energy? How much of your joy meter are you accessing? How much of a linear plan have you developed? And what would it take for you to detach from the outcome, to really kick that perfectionism to the side and really allow a new energy and trust in the process of what is ready to unfold for you. So I would love to hear what you are taking away. If perhaps you jotted anything down in your notebook in this episode, um, let me know. Drop me a comment regardless of where you are watching this, listening to this, and let me know what you're taking away. Or you can always send me a message. Um, the best way to message me I've left in the description as well. Please know that there are two other ways that I have we have explored this whole piece of what's really causing your lack of commitment to your decision. 
And if you want full access to this whole, the whole video, um, check the description. I put the link there. You can just fast forward through what we've already discussed, and you can catch the last two components that we talked about as well. So again, I am super honored that you are here. I am super honored that you are ready to step into really expanding that heart-centered piece of you and really bring that vision to light. And again, it doesn't matter what size vision it is. All that matters is that when you start to tap into that and take actions towards that, you start to create expansive opportunities in all areas of your life. Because deep in your soul, you know that you were made for more, period. And you know what? I couldn't agree with you more. So how will you lead your ship today? That's a great question. Would love to hear the answer to that as well. So I know that you were here, that you were made for more. Now go fly your ship. Thanks for tuning in today, and we'll see you next time. Hey, it's Michelle. If you got value from this, I would be so grateful if you would share this message with a girlfriend, a teammate, a coworker, a neighbor, a sister, someone that is ready to lead her ship and become a creator of expansive opportunities. Because after all, you were made for more. We were made for more and we're in this together. Fly your ship.